amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. today joseph yaden and today of course as always i am with chris penwell how's it going hello chris how are you good man good man just uh it's glad to be back glad to have everyone around again to do the podcast it's good to be here last week was uh you know life happens of course and uh as always of course i'm here with josh nichols how are things Uh, pretty good pretty good yeah it you know it really is kind of fun doing this each week, and when you don't do it, it's just like, man, I feel like something's missing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's good to be back with everybody. Um, so we have kind of another packed week today. Today we're going to be doing our looking ahead at PS4, or, well, PlayStation episode. And, I mean, along with that, though, there's a ton of news, and Josh and I have been sort of diving into Resident Evil 2, so we're going to be talking about that. Um, I was, uh, so I got my dates mixed up a little bit and I was under the impression that Kingdom Hearts had also come out. I wish. I wish. And, and if that were the case, I, I think having a separate episode to do that would have been good anyway, but luckily it it has not come out. So Chris hasn't gotten a chance to play it yet, which is, (laughs) no, it's not. (laughs) I'm just saying the episode would have been two hours long. Yeah. You want to record a two hour long episode? I don't think the people want to hear that. So, so I think it's okay. We'll talk about it next week. Um, I, I don't know that I don't think I'm going to play it, so it'll just probably be you, which is fine. And yep. I will come up. I'll come up with some questions to ask you, and you know, whatever. It'll it'll be fine. So that'll be next week. Um, but looking looking at this episode here, I mean, we're going to take a look at some of the upcoming games for PlayStation. Um, some games that we think maybe might come out, maybe ish. I don't know. It's very weird, you know, how Sony's doing things. Um, and then we're going to get into some news. Uh, Metroid Prime 4 had a weird thing going on. Uh, the Anthem demo came out for pre-order people, so you know they got a chance to look for, at that. For better or worse. Well, we'll get into that, yeah. Um, some weird stuff going on with Kingdom Hearts as well as Rocket League is in the news. And then we're going to finish out the episode with, the, I think, maybe Josh and I just sort of raving about Resident Evil 2. So does that sound good, everybody? Sounds great. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Okay, so let's just get into some news here. I mean, it's nothing, you know, we don't have anything too wild going on this week. I mean, especially compared to the last couple of weeks with the Pitchford situation and, um, you know, Destiny and Bungie and Activision, that whole thing. So this week seems kind of mild, you know, but it's still stuff that I think is worth talking about. Um, so let's just kick things off with uh, Metroid Prime 4 being rebooted. And <laughs> that's just that's so pretty crazy, crazy, dude. That's, yeah, that's, that's pretty uh, on the same level. I, I suppose so. Yeah, I now that yeah, I, I suppose that's still pretty pretty wild. Man, okay, so like, I, I'm I I have mixed emotions about this, and you guys can tell me what you think. 
a part of me is like, God, I just want to play this game. It's, you know, how, like, when am I going to get it in my hands? But the other part of me is like, hey, this is actually kind of cool that Nintendo's being upfront about this and, you know, whatever. I mean, it you don't really see Nintendo do that too often. saying that. Yeah, especially the same year it's releasing. I think that's the biggest, like, oh, man. Yeah, I, I don't, I mean... Was it supposed to come out this year? Was that was that? They never year? they never gave a date to Metro Prime. Oh, I 4, thought they but did. They, they just thought uh, people just thought just thought it would come out this yeah. year. Yeah, I just I th- I think people just sort of like estimated and like kind of developed their own timeline, you know. Yeah. And this year, I I guess would have made sense, but yeah. So essentially, what had happened was the I mean they were working on it for presumably a few years. And they got to the point where people obviously were hounding them for, you know, when when were we going to get new information, blah, blah, blah. And it just wasn't up to the standards of Nintendo and, of, of course, the fans, right? And so they ended up restarting it. But the interesting thing is that they're working with Retro now, which before they weren't. I don't know who they were working on. I don't think we ever found out. Uh, there was a rumor going around that it was a Star Wars 1313 developer. Uh, that moved yeah. over to Bandai Namco, and mm-hmm. that didn't work out uh, with Metro Prime Four, apparently. So that's right. what I remember hearing was uh, that, was uh, Namco uh, Bandai or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I think I'd I think I'd seen that as well. Um, Which they helped uh, with, or maybe not even helped, maybe fully developed. I, if I remember correctly, Smash Brothers in the Wii U, didn't they? Uh, I think they helped with that. I don't. I think it was like Sakurai and like some of the like yeah. people who usually work on it and Namco. Yeah, Bandai so, I mean, Namco does it. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, I- I'm really happy to see it going back to retro. What about you guys? Uh, I haven't played the Prime games, but I'm a. I-, I-, I want to, and I intend to, and you know, hopefully they come to the Switch and whatnot. But um, I, I love Metroid, and I-, I love retro. Like they're a very. I mean, their work on Donkey Kong is oh something I-, I can see. I have you know, I have played those, and those are yeah. fantastic. Um, Tropical Freeze, man. If you haven't oh, played that game, oh, it's amazing. Man, you are missing out. Tropical Freeze is so good. Even uh, though that game did have the, it was the biggest victim of the Switch tax. It was uh, more money on the Switch when it released than it was in the Wii U by like ten dollars. But anyway, yeah, I'm really happy. Uh, it's with retro, but I mean, you know, I'm bummed about the delay. But Nintendo's usually pretty good with delays. Like when they, I've never played a, a Nintendo game that was delayed that was like bad, other than maybe the Star Fox Wii U game. <laughs> we don't Star talk Fox, about that. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, like, <laughs> I can't really think of any other games they've delayed where like. It came out and wasn't good, you know? So, overall, I'm okay with it. Uh, they delayed Breath of the Wild for one or two years, and it's one of the best games uh, yeah. of the last five years, some people think. so. Yeah, if you if you use that as an example, then sure. Yeah, I'm on board. Um, but yeah, I mean, Retro, they worked on the, the previous Prime the Metroid games, you know, and I, I think it, I'm surprised it wasn't with them to begin with. I think we were discussing earlier that it might have been a scheduling issue. So... You know, this is all well and good, but when do you think we'll actually see this game? Like, this generation? Do you think it's a Switch 2 game? Like, if they're restarting, it just seems crazy. I think it'll still be on the Switch, because if not, at least for Nintendo, just said that they're not even thinking or talking about a successor to the Switch, is what I saw the other day. So, I'm sure it'll still be on the Switch, but mm-hmm. um, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't get it for like two, two, maybe even three years, but probably two would be my guess. Um, it probably won't be like a massive open world game or anything. So, well, uh, people were estimating that it wouldn't be until 2022 that we would see this game, which is three mm-hmm. years. But to me, well, I've only had the Switch for two years, so it's uh, 
generally the console life cycle of a Nintendo platform is about five years, so it could be one of the last games, just like Breath of the Wild, uh, for the Wii U, yeah. uh, to release on uh, the Switch. And then maybe yeah, this could be, be kind of like the final thing. game on the system, yeah. almost. Yeah. 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 Huh. It just kind of brings up a lot of questions about because that's a good point you bring up, Chris, about how Nintendo uh, system life lifespans are usually shorter than than the other ones, you know. So yeah, it just kind of makes me think about the next generation. I'm wondering Nintendo how this, and... how long this one will be too, because with how uh, well the Switch is doing and with like how everybody loves it, like Bethesda's making games for it for crying out loud. You know what I mean? Like that's. Mm-hmm. That's, I, I wonder if this will be a longer um, life cycle. Right. Too. Well, we'll keep everybody updated if we find out any more information about that. It's just, yeah, it's just kind of an unheard of situation that you don't see very often. And it's one that a lot of people were looking forward to as well. So it's kind of a bummer, but also don't release a bad game too. So Yeah. And um, we hey, we got a release date for uh, Yoshi at least. Yeah. Which Doesn't make up for Prime, but, you no. know, we're getting, <laughs> we saw some good stuff coming out this year for the Switch. Right. Yeah. So moving on here, um, like I said before, it um, looks like a lot of people are playing the Anthem beta here, and this is for pre-ordered people. Um, and so it looks like Bioware is aware of the issues within uh, Anthem and is working on fixing them, which is noble. That's awesome. Um, however, it seems like a lot of people are having issues with, with the beta, and some people are having issues even getting into it despite having pre-ordered. So that's kind of a weird thing that's going on. Um, but I've got a I've got a Polygon article here from uh, Owen S. Good, and I'll just cover a little bit of it here. Uh, you know, I don't want to read the whole thing. Give them the clicks, but you know, let me see here. Um, let's go through. Okay, so I'll just kind of start here in the middle. Um, quote the problem. Uh, oh, actually, here. Let's see. Let's go up a little bit. Uh, okay. Quote. What's going on with Anthem? Why can't I get into this VIP demo? BioWare's head of live service sought to answer those questions and reassure players that the studio knows exactly what the problems are as it works to resolve them. There are three main problems, Chad Robertson wrote yesterday evening. The spike of players entering Anthem's demo on Friday. The problems with some accounts being locked from the demo because how they had been flagged internally and infinite loads caused by some interactions between internet service providers and players' home networks. In all three cases, Robertson said, BioWare is working towards solutions, with the infinite loading problem being the toughest to address. It's, quote, something that we may not resolve during this weekend, he said. Quote, many players are not seeing this issue, and the last thing we want to do is destabilize the experience for everybody. Uh, end quote. Uh, uh, da, 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 da. Okay. The problem with account flags is tied to their entitlements. That is, things such as access to the demo and pre-order bonus content. Quote, during the demo weekend, we identified a bug where VIP players with a specific combination of entitlements were being blocked from accessing the demo, Robertson wrote. Uh, quote, we believe we've resolved most of these, but have additional cases we are addressing, end quote. So, you know, the article keeps going into it. Uh, I don't, again, I don't want to read the whole thing, but at least I think it's great that Bioware's addressing these issues. It just seems like, you know, from the consumer's point of view, I'd be pretty salty, like if I pre-ordered this game and couldn't get in, or if I pre-ordered the game and could get in, but it like couldn't play or whatever, or couldn't play effectively. I mean, I guess labeling it as a beta kind of, covers all that you know like it's like yeah uh, it's just a beta it's it's still uh it's still probably going to impact some sales though which is kind of a bummer because it's a beta with an online game it's going to have issues but yeah i mean there's gonna be some people out there 
who maybe don't follow as much news. They just kind of follow release dates and initial opinions, and they might be like, you know what, that game's you know bad. I'm not buying. You know what I mean? That could very well happen, and I I hope it yeah. doesn't, but it's certainly possible. And I think that's why a lot of companies kind of don't do betas because even if you say upfront beta, 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 alpha, alpha, you know, like this is not yeah. the game the representation of the game when it comes out people will still be like nope it sucked not buying it you know yeah people will still be like played anthem this week and it was trash not right. buying like people will still do that yeah right but on the flip side i get why they are doing a beta because this is a new ip and it's an online game you know like so you want to be able to play it like you want to know what it is before you before you get it right because you want to make sure that you're not wasting your money so i get it it's just a really tough line to walk yeah um so yeah, I don't know. I, you guys, you guys said you were gonna be, get, you were gonna be playing Anthem or you know jumping into the beta at some point. Um, I'm not really looking forward to it. I, I mean, what appeals you or what? What? Uh, I, I'm a big fan of Bioware. I love Bioware. Yeah. Um, I think they've only had like what, other than Andromeda, which I read a really, really, really great article from Jason Schreier about what happened there, so that makes a lot of sense now. But yeah. Um, other than Andromeda, I can't really think of a like a, a bad Bioware game, right? And I mean, even Andromeda wasn't like bad. It was just kind of like boring. No, it's hard to live up. It's hard to live up to. Yeah, that. yeah. I mean, but they don't really make bad games. So I mean, I'm already initially excited from that aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm also um, I like Destiny a lot, and I'm excited to see competition for right. this kind of uh, games of a service, uh, single player, multiplayer kind of shooter. Um, so I'm I'm excited for mainly those two reasons. Uh, I will say though, I'm not necessarily uh, craving this kind of game at this exact moment. I'm kind of craving other games right now. Right. So I'll probably still get it at launch. And I'll definitely check out like the free beta demo they end up doing inevitably. But I, I I don't. I'm hoping that they really 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 persuade us like like really give us a reason to. You know what I mean? I'm hoping it's really great, and I, I'm sure it will be. But yeah, it's just. With Bioware being like a studio that people really like for their stories, yeah. To me, it seems really hard to have a compelling story in a game that's online focused. Like, I'm not right. saying it's impossible, but just look at right. But it is more difficult. Yeah, just look at all of the like primarily online focused games. How many of them are praised for their story? I mean, I'm like I said, I'm sure there's a handful of them, but it's just not. It's not. It's not the strong suit of it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just curious to see how that'll work out. But and I just want to throw this out there. I won't go on a tangent about Halo. Chris and I did that last week. But <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Halo, uh, B- Bungie can do story like they can. Like yeah. the lore in Halo is incredible. Like they really raise the bar for like, look what we can do for a story in a shooter. You know. Right. And I'm just saying, even Bungie's had trouble with that in Destiny. So. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely kind of like nervous to see how that's blended if anybody could do this right i think it would be bioware mm-hmm. i'm just hoping that they do right yeah so we'll see what happens with that that one's out soon uh that one is out uh end of february i believe so yeah we'll be we seeing i just i just think anthem doesn't really stand out too much like um i just got sent this funny uh uh title for uh article that was written by forbes anthem channels warframe more than destiny with division oh, influences yeah. in its diablo loot like <laughs> i find that hilarious it's just, but... <laughs> yeah it's not its own thing it's yeah. just a mixture of other yeah the so. only thing missing is uh, there's no there's no dark souls comparison oh yeah it's not <laughs> somebody, the dark souls comment, i think somebody commented that on there so yeah we'll see how that uh, 
we'll see how that turns out. I'm I hope one of you, at least one of you, can play it so you can kind of give your thoughts on it. It comes out what February? Yeah, end of February. I think February twenty second. I don't think I've got a lot going on game wise that month other than backlog and then Yoshi's in March. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, uh, uh, um, shit! Isn't uh. Okay, no, cool. Days Gone's April. Okay, yeah, I got April. nervous. I was like, crap, I've got that. But no, uh, I'm going to check out Crackdown. Yeah, I, I could check out Anthem. Yeah. So speaking of online play, we're moving on here. Uh, looks like another game uh, that has been primarily you know, featured as an online game is getting cross-play, and that is Rocket League. Uh, Rocket League, uh, I mean, if you're living under a rock, is one of those games that just sort of blew up thanks to its PlayStation Plus release. And, um, yeah, it, it looks like they're getting crossplay finally to, to kind of join Fortnite, you know? Um, so it looks like uh, Psyonix released a little blog post here. Um, and I'll just read some of it here. Uh, it says, quote, With special thanks to all of our friends and colleagues at PlayStation, we are thrilled to announce that starting right now, Rocket League has entered the PlayStation crossplay uh, cross beta program. Players on PS4, Nintendo Switch, Xbox One, Steam um, can now randomly matchmake with or against each other in uh, in all online matches, casual, competitive, extra modes. Uh, to make sure that cross God, I don't know why I'm struggling with that. To make sure that cross-platform play is enabled, it is by default. Head to the main menu, select options, and then make sure the cross-platform play box is checked in the gameplay tab. Uh, and then I'll just end it there. Um, so this is kind of cool. Now, this is sort of being, yeah, it's being pre- presented at a, as a beta, which I think is really smart. Um, I think uh, a lot of games are doing that now. Like, you know, you see Rockstar with its uh, online beta kind of deal because if you a lot of, like, online programs when they first come out are just janky. I think just that's how it is. And so putting the, the label of beta on it I think really helps it. Um, so, do you guys play Rocket League? Are you into this kind of thing? Uh, I do occasionally on uh, Xbox, and I've looked at the Switch version before because I think it'd be fun to have it on there as well. Yeah. Um, my only uh, hesit- my, the thing I'm a little hesitant about here is it says you can now randomly match make with or against each other. So oh. I'm hoping that's only part of the beta. Yeah. I'm hoping I'm hoping eventually it's like Fortnite where PlayStation, Nintendo, Xbox, you know, etc. can. Yeah, so a little bit later on in the article, they, they do say, uh, here, I'll just read this little part here, uh, quote, in our first update this year, uh, more information on that coming soon, we will release our, crass, uh, our cross-platform party system, which allows you to partner okay. up with friends on any platform with the push of a few buttons, end quote. Okay, cool. So, so it looks like as of right now, it's just random, and then uh, they'll update that later. That makes sense, because they can test it before. Okay, cool. All yeah. right, cool. So to me, I- I'm not... A Rocket League player. I get why it's popular, and you know, I think it's a great game. But to me, this stands out because this is just another big game that has that, and I'm hoping that this will sort of like push other games to start doing this, and eventually get to the point where every game has cross-platform play by default. Yeah, and hopefully it's successful because, I mean, at this point, uh, Xbox and Nintendo are like all in on it, and I'm hoping this. I'm hoping that this and Fortnite and others really help Sony to kind of just fold because. It, it 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 overall I I don't think this really hurts anyone's bottom line. If anything, it just helps people. It's a very pro consumer thing, and I I right. really want there to be a time where like I don't have to ask people, hey, what do you have this on? Oh, I have it on here. Oops. Oh, oh well, I don't want to buy it again. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want that anymore. I want that to go away. So hopefully this helps kind of continue leading that charge. Um, I think this is one of the big big games that could help do that because Rocket League is insanely popular. Right. Yeah. And for good reason, it's it's great. Yeah, I think it's awesome. I just, it's just not for me. People are. So I'm good not at good at game. it. It's yeah, yeah it's, exactly. It's <laughs> yeah. hard to 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 really play it well. 
-hmm. And so I don't have as much fun playing it as I do other games because I'm just so terrible at it. But yeah, it's definitely well made. Yeah. So uh, I I hope that works out. And then, like I said, I hope it just more games start to sort of snowball with that. And then everything hopefully will just have crossplay by default. I would love to see that with Siege, too, because Mm -hmm. Siege is such a cool game. Yeah. Rainbow Six. And I would love it if if that's one of the next games that, you know, has this... uh, uh, participation from Sony. Right. Any thoughts on this, Chris? Um, yeah, I, I've just been starting to playing, uh, I just started playing, uh, Destiny 2 on PS4. <clears throat> and my mate on PC has been playing, has started a new campaign on there as well, so it would have been nice to have cross-play for that game. Uh, and now with Bungie going, um, independent, maybe that's more of a possibility. But, uh, I don't know. I, I just point. think I think it'd be great to see this grow and uh, into the next generation. Yeah, yeah, I think I think it'll it'll get to that point. We just have to give it some time. Yeah. So, uh, final news story before we start getting into our PlayStation thoughts for 2019. Um, this is an article pulled from Eurogamer. Um, this is by Matt Wales. Uh, so this is uh, Kingdom Hearts Three director reconsidering simultaneous worldwide worldwide releases after leak so i know a couple weeks ago we touched on the kingdom hearts leak and you know god people have been having to mute their twitter uh, twitter mentions and or whatever like the key phrases so that they don't see anything kingdom hearts related and chris i'm sure you can sort of relate to this kind of thing yeah oh yeah um unfortunately um so yeah let me just read a little bit of this here just to kind of give everybody context um so this is, this is, again, from Matt Wales. Quote, uh, Tetsuna Nomura, director of Square Enix's long-running Kingdom Hearts series, has said that he's, quote, reconsidering simultaneous worldwide releases for future projects following the Kingdom Hearts 3 leak that occurred last year. Um, footage of the game's title screen, install screen, and more appeared online in December after an individual began selling copies of Kingdom Hearts 3 via the Facebook marketplace. Oh, my God, I remember that. That was wild. Yeah. <laughs> um, Fan communities immediately placed a lockdown on the illicitly acquired footage in order to avoid spoilers, and Nomura was prompted to release a statement reassuring players that the, quote, biggest spoilers, end quote, were currently available, or weren't currently available in the game. Um, so it looks like there was an interview uh, uh, with Famitsu in which Nomura has shared his feelings on the leak, which he said ultimately amounted to four copies of the game from a single source. Quote, the only thing that really disappointed me about everything, he explained, is that it brought sad thoughts to people who were looking forward to Kingdom Hearts 3, end quote. So, uh, you know, you guys can take a look at the rest of the article there. Um, But I'm going to throw this to you, Chris, just because I feel like you're, you know, this is your deal. This is your bag. Um, What are your thoughts on this? Because I I, I think it's really lame that people are, you know, spoiling it for everybody. Mm, But um, it's very lame that these games were able to get into the hands of these people. Um, from uh, uh, from stealing from the warehouse, but I think like not having a well by release is even worse because I just got spoiled from the Japanese release and that was just a few days ago. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, so, that's a good point. Like, uh, good what's point. the point? What's the point? Just release it the same day because yeah, like if it's six huh. months before the actual release, like over here in Japan, you know, like well. <laughs> it's even worse, in my opinion. Yeah, You're even more susceptible to, to spoilers. Yeah, that that I, I didn't consider that. That's a good point. Um, what I've seen though is people have been making Japanese accounts and just buying it digitally. You know, like, yep. 
that so didn't even think about that because uh, systems are region free now. Mm-hmm. So you, I think presumably you could. I don't. I, I guess you would have to be able to read some Japanese or have some help with that. But once you get into the game, I think you could probably change the the language settings to be in English, and then you would be able to play the game early. Maybe I don't know. Plus, yeah, and to make a joke at Chris's expense, um, <laughs> even even if you're playing a different language, you still. I mean, you don't know what's going on if you're playing in English, right? Yeah, it doesn't I mean, matter. It's <laughs> Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, it doesn't matter what language you're playing. It's you got Donald Duck and you got Sora, and there's fighting. True. Very true. Like, for me, like, it was just a slight spoiler. I saw the epilogue, um, like a little preview image of, like, the epilogue. Yeah. Um, so, that kind of sucks. Uh, but That's right. kind of uh, YouTube's fault, too, because you said it was, like, the preview image. Yes. YouTube. You know, it wasn't even the picture that the person chose. It's just when you highlight something, it... it the picture was it, fine, yeah. but when it got highlighted by accident, I saw... Oh, it, like, started playing someone, a little bit of the video. I saw yeah. someone so, under the hood. That's that's all I'll say. <laughs> is there a way to disable that on YouTube? Because I don't... I hate I, that. I, I, hope, really I hope there is. I hope there is. I will yeah. put that in at some point now. <laughs> Chris, to, to be fair, too, I just wanted to... I know Kingdom Hearts gets a lot of flack, but hey, Zelda's story is confusing as hell, too. <laughs> if you actually, like, try to line it up. Oh, my God. Yeah, I think we all have all these franchises where, like, people weren't thinking about the big picture. They were thinking about their game. Yeah. So... Yeah, it's Zelda's got it really bad too. And one last thing too, before we uh, get into the main topic here, uh, I don't have a, a source on this, but I'm you know everybody I'm sure has seen this. Um, the thing that where GameStop has been canceling everybody's uh, Kingdom Hearts, not everybody's, uh, yeah. but a lot of people's uh, Kingdom Hearts uh, Pro System pre-orders because they just didn't have the allocation. Um, we were discussing this earlier, and obviously that wasn't intentional, but a great point Josh brought up was that you know what about all these people who traded in their their original ps4 systems that they had towards this and then are now getting them canceled that just really sucks and we were trying to you know kind of racking our brains with what gamestop could do to fix that and it's just a shitty situation yeah because like i'm sure somebody at gamestop got pulled into a room and screamed at mm -hmm. like you know somewhere up the chain i just don't know how they mess up allocation i mean I mean, obviously, I'm I'm not there working. It's easy for me to come back here and criticize. Yeah. Like, but like, man, I don't know. Like, you look at the numbers and you go, okay, we can only have that amount, and then blah blah blah. I don't well, know. you and you and I worked there uh, for, for a time here and there. I usually sometimes work there seasonally for the discount. Yeah. Um, uh, when when you pre-order something at GameStop, some people used to get confused. Like, why can't I pick this up at this other store? When you pre-order something at a GameStop, it's added to their inventory for right. you. Yeah. Exactly. So like, there's really no reason this should have happened. Huh. Um. Yeah. What I think happened is they just weren't either they didn't have the number in their system yeah. for how many they had, or the number was wrong, well, or something didn't line up, and so yeah, it, yeah. yeah or, or 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 something messed up internally where it allowed pre-orders to be sold when there weren't any more left. Or I mean, who knows? Maybe uh, I, I hate to just make a, a guess, but it's possible that uh, this was the developer or the publisher's fault. Maybe they told them the wrong number, or maybe yeah. you know who knows. There's a number but, of um, issues. I just know that that. Uh, back in the day you were able to just pre-order stuff like just like you could just keep pre-ordering it as long as it was available yeah like as that's long usually as, how it will work yeah, yeah as long as the time frame was right but then they updated it to where you know it'll say you have x amount that you can pre-order and it won't let you pre-order anymore after that so i don't i mm-hmm. don't know yeah the numbers had to have been i've had to go to different stores before or even uh when we pre-ordered my wife's uh uh, Pokemon uh, Let's Go uh, console switch uh, switch yeah. um, bundle. We had to do it online, which I don't like doing for consoles, but that's how we had to do it because um, they ran out in the, the store. The store didn't have them, yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah. So, um, you know, just everybody shield your eyes, mute, 
Kingdom Hearts on Twitter. Don't go on. Don't YouTube. go on the Don't home section outside. of YouTube. Don't. <laughs> Don't uh, uh, t- you know, turn off the power of your house. Don't do it. Don't open your eyes. You can't live your life until this game comes out, because otherwise it'll be. <laughs> I'm finishing. Um, <laughs> so just stay. Yeah. Or just <laughs> be like me and Joseph and play it. Play it in ten years. Yeah, or five play years, in 10 years or whenever yeah. we play it. Sure. Um, so that's it. So that's it for the news. Um, we're gonna take a quick break, and we when we come back, we're gonna talk about 2019 for PlayStation 4 and maybe PlayStation 5. We'll see. I don't know. Um, so we'll be back with that. Thank you, everybody, for sticking with us. Alright everybody, and we are back. Um, so we're going to be looking ahead at 2019 for PlayStation as a brand and, um, you know, just kind of talk about some games that are coming out, predictions, things we'd like to see, that kind of thing. So let's run down some games that we are pretty sure are coming out this year. Some have been confirmed, some not, but, you know, we'll just we'll just take a look. Um, so the first one that's coming out, and this is a, you know, big first party game from Sony here, um, and this is Days Gone. Um, and this is one that uh, it's been kind of weird, you know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Perhaps. Perhaps. Are those are those your thoughts on it, Chris? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It really bores yeah. me. Like the char- the main character seems really bland. Um, mm-hmm. Like motorcycles and gaming have never really worked so far. Remember, right to hell. <laughs> Um, I do want to say that I thought it looked pretty boring in the initial advertisements, but then when I started like reading and looking at stuff, I was like, oh, this game just is marketed poorly. Yeah. Like it actually looks kind of interesting and cool. For me, it kind of it kind of looks like uh, almost like the the kind of themes that are explored in like the Walking Dead Telltale series. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, um, in like an action kind of shooter right. type situation. I don't know. It so- just it yeah one thing that's interesting is that i think this game is going to be fine like i think it's going to be yeah good at, at least but but the problem is okay look at sony's other first party games or you know they're they're exclusive right i mean mm-hmm. you've got bloodborne you've got uh, uh i mean got last of us all these games uh, uncharted and god of war spider-man there are all these games that are like so awesome right like everybody loves them and just compared I feel like comparatively speaking, Days Gone has kind of got a lot to live up to simply yeah. for, for just the exclusive p- part of things, you know? It just it seems like a diet version of The Last of Us to me, but I don't know. Yeah. It, now, it doesn't have, seem that interesting. Right. Yeah, and, and I, I think that just goes back to the marketing, yeah. Um, I have seen some people talk about it who've said that they've played it and that it's really awesome. But huh? the, snippet, cool. the, the, the snippets they've played, they just don't, they can't wrap their head around the, the story, like what, like the motivations. Like they've just, they've just seen, you know, all the zombies running towards you and you can kill the zombies in different ways. And they all, you know, the AI is really smart apparently. But I think one thing that this marketing isn't really doing the game, uh, uh, isn't doing a service to the game is that we don't really know the motivations of the characters or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, and so, yeah. and honestly, uh, the release date. As much as I'm happy that like, hey, there's one less game coming out in the middle of a million games, kind of thing. Uh, the release date, the middle of April, in the mid- just almost the middle of the year, and kind of that dry period. 
um, is concerning too because they don't seem to be putting it up against anything. Right. It almost makes it feel like they don't have a lot of faith in it. Yeah, that's a good point. Who knows? I mean, it could, I don't know, there could be a number of statistics behind it, that kind of thing. But yeah, that's a it good It kind of reminds me of State of Decay, which I've played a little bit of and it's enjoyable, mm-hmm. um, but it looks like it's more story focused, whereas State of Decay is kind of more of a, you know, you and a friend kind of surviving right in this kind of environment so i don't know it, it, it could be good i'm predicting kind of like an early uh low 80s in metacritic you yeah. know i'm sure it'll be it'll be fine like you said yeah, yeah. i hope i'm wrong um, i'll probably really buy it I'm the wrong. day it comes out yeah just I, because there's I, nothing I, else coming out around then you know i don't think i don't think any of us want a game to do badly but yeah it's just yeah i'm, I'm with you chris that th- there hasn't really been enough shown to really sell on it you know to sell me on yeah. it but I write for a PlayStation site, so I think I'm kind of, you know, I have to play that <laughs> one. And, yeah. and, and I'm, I'm really, I, I have high hopes for it. I think it'll be okay. Um, so moving on here, another one that uh, we know is coming out this year, uh, Shenmue 3. And this is one, to your sentiment, Chris, that I also find boring. Mm. <laughs> um, I've played, the, you know, Shenmue 1 and 2, and I get it. I get why they're important. I get what they were doing. But, man, like... I just don't think that kind of game really is is suitable for 2019, you know? So I think yeah. they're going to have to do a lot yeah, to I agree. make that game modernized. Um, have, have you guys played the Shenmue games? I I've, I didn't have a Dreamcast, you know, back in the day. And I had an original Xbox, which the second one, you know, came out on Xbox in uh, America. Um, but I just, I never really got around to it. And then I tried to a couple years ago, and it just... It's really, really like slow, and I, I, I know it's trying to do a lot of stuff, and I know it's really revolutionary for the things it proposed, especially when it did, and the, mm-hmm. the, you know the, the uh, climate it released in. But it just, it's, it's just something that's not appealing to me. But I, I mean, it's, I understand the appeal. Um, I had a friend, uh, Chris, and I used to actually used to write with him. His name's Jerry. He said that it's kind of like the Yakuza games in tone, yeah, like where it's kind of like out there and kind of kind of uh uh stylish and it's got its own little uh this is what it, it's it's very aware of what it is and it's it sticks to it um but as of course it's not as good as the yakuza games from what i understand yeah, obviously I, I haven't played either series i, so I, I think can't, you, you know. can you can clearly see the inspiration from Shen, shenmue in the yakuza games but i just think mm-hmm. the yakuza games just do it so much better yeah so and i do like how it's it's very very japanese and i like that because um you know i, I like when a game is is um is 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 doing it's it's i like that it's not being lost in marketing and like they're not i like that it's being what it is you know and it's it's as an american it's i like playing stuff that's like oh this is really really like you know from this country or this culture like it's it's fun getting to experience that and kind of play a game that's um for at least for me you know very different from what i'm used to playing so it's 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 appealing i just i don't think i'm gonna play it when it comes out but i'll probably check it out uh, one concern I have is, like you pointed out, is this this game is uh, very. Uh, the the other two games are very uh, from their time. So how will they modernize this game without losing what it is? Yeah. 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 So go go ahead, Chris. But it's certainly interesting. I yeah. I, I, I I can relate to the Shami fans. Like they've been waiting for the story to end for fifteen, sixteen years. Um, I believe uh, since the early two thousands. So yeah, like I, I hope this lives up to their expectations um, because like I think Shenmue two ended with a cliffhanger. 
So I've been waiting on this cliffhanger for a oh, very, yeah. very long time. Uh, That's a good point. But, but I, I hope they improve the graphics because the last time we saw it, it's a little rough. <laughs> a little rough in the facial animation. There um, was also a, a not really controversy, but you know, kind of some some mild controversy when it was announced on uh, Sony's stage and then there was yeah. this huge Kickstarter. And then it turned out they had funding on the other side anyway, a little bit. Where huh. it, it kind of seemed, when it was presented on Kickstarter, like, oh, this is being funded by Kickstarter. When then we find out, like, oh, no, they've got funding from here and here, too. So I think that kind of rubbed people the wrong way a little bit. Huh, interesting. Yeah, we'll have to see what happens with that game. Um, At the very least, I'll check out some streams of it. You know, yeah. I think it's interesting. Yeah. Um, right. I, I like that it's, like, very, very... Uh, focused on like you know it's a very japanese and japanese culture centric game i think that's really cool mm. um but yeah i don't know if i'll play it because I, I i just i haven't played the first two and i don't really want to play the first two you know i don't know i'm interested in out. playing it um but we need to be caught up uh with the series because i haven't i haven't played the first two but if if this game need, right and i've tried to play the first two but it's it like, needs ugh. to get new people into the series i think and uh, I, d- I don't know yeah yeah, so, so we need like a Resident Evil two style remake of the first two games that really modernize them because this is such a story focused series. But I I've tried playing the first you know game and it just I, I had trouble uh, enjoying it. Right. Yeah. So uh, moving on, um, we're gonna. Uh, so this is kind of interesting. Um, there's an Earth Defense Force game coming out. It's called Earth Defense Force Iron Rain. I don't know if you guys have seen the the footage for this, but it looks incredible. So. With the previous Earth Defense Force games, they've always been kind of, like, cartoony, you know, a little, <laughs> like, arcadey, very silly. And this one that's coming out, it's, like, man, it, it like it's built for PS4, and it looks incredible, and it's, like, a lot more serious in tone. It's made for Western audiences. Um, and what's really cool about this game is that I'm actually going to an event uh, next month to cover this. So if anybody, oh, yeah, if anybody has any questions or anything like that, please send them my way so I can talk to people and try to get some answers for it. Um, have you guys seen any footage for this? Or are you Earth Defense Force fans? I don't know. We've never really talked about this series before. I've never really played them, but I've, I had a, f- a roommate that did it. You just, like, blow stuff. Are these the ones where you just blow stuff? No, no, that's... This uh, is a... You, you, there's, a, <laughs> like, bugs, like alien bugs. Yeah, okay, yeah, the big bugs. Yeah, yeah. okay. And it's, it just kind of reminds me of, like, Monster Hunter almost. You get, like, a squad of people, and you just all just go to town on a gigantic alien bug kind of deal. So, yeah, it looks so freaking cool. Um, so, I think... Uh, uh, yeah, so this one's already going to be out in Japan pretty soon. Um, looks like in April. And then it should be coming out, you know, later this year. Uh, but, yeah, that's one that I'm, like, super excited for because I really like Earth Defense Force. Mm. I think this could be yeah, a they hidden look, they gem. Look pretty co- they look pretty cool. Yeah. This, this could a, be a hidden gem of this year. Uh, just like Monster Hunter World, like you were saying. Because the Monster Hunter World was developed for a Western audience. And right. uh, it was more refined, um, and I think Earth, this this Earth Defense Force looks way better than the previous games because uh, from the trailer I'm seeing right now, like the frame rate's way better than it used to be, and the oh, yeah. visuals actually really good. Like the the bosses look cool, and the enemies yeah. look cool. So I don't. Yeah, maybe, like, maybe I'll, I'll keep an maybe, eye on this one. Yeah, maybe if we all three get a copy, we can play, and you know. Yeah, that'd be fun. I'd be, really be down fun. for that. It's. I think it's. It's cool that uh, I'm assuming it's because sales are getting higher for uh, Japanese games, you know, because like with Resident Evil 7, Resident Evil uh, 2's remake, um, 
Monster Hunter World and, and, and this and some other games, it feels like uh, they're willing to like pump more money into games because, you know, they're, they're selling better, which I think is really, you know, cool. I'm, gl- I'm glad that these kinds of very like what, what used to be kind of more of a niche uh, thing over here may potentially and in some cases is are selling better. You know, that's it's really cool. Yeah, and I'm I'm totally okay with taking a weird Japanese game that we may not, uh, you know, we may not be as familiar with over here and westernizing it to sort of yeah. introduce us to the series. Um, so uh, and the next game I wanted to touch on, and I don't know that this is actually coming out this year, but this is you know that's essentially it for the like, confirmed dates, um, and that is a uh, medieval remake. Um, I I don't know I, I don't know a whole lot about oh, the medieval man. series so maybe, maybe I can <laughs> okay let that just take over <laughs> yeah I can throw this over to Josh and, and maybe you can touch on why you're excited for this and stuff this was like when I found out the Last of Us Part Two was like okay this isn't coming out in 2018 this was medieval was supposed to come out in 2018 um, and so that this that became my most anticipated game of the year until it was delayed to this year but um, yeah that's how excited I am I'm I'm like. I'll, I'll pre-order a collector's edition if, if they do one. I mean, I, I would even pre-order a system probably. Like, oh, yeah, wow. I, I love Medieval. Wow. Um, so, in in short, uh, Medieval, um, and I, I'm sure when it when it comes out, I'm sure we'll get to see some nice Dark Souls comparisons by a lot of people. But uh, it's it's not Dark Soulsy. <laughs> it's uh it's it's a it's a kind of a almost top down uh camera kind of slightly behind the the, the character though. Um, Mostly kind of behind top, kind of at a in between angle, uh, where you're controlling a character like in an action adventure um, environment, where you're uh, you're you're killing enemies, you're uh, getting grabbing weapons, and um, the humor is what really makes this this universe is very they they were very confident of what they wanted this universe to be when they made it. Um, there's a there's a, a an evil wizard, and uh, he ends up uh, raising an army from the dead, and when that happens. Uh, Sir Daniel Fortescue, who was uh, involved in the battle against him, you know, way back when, he ended up dying in the middle where all these enemies were as well. So he gets raised from that as well, and he got kind of a false claim to fame. Like he was kind of like heralded as like this big hero, um, and there's a statue of him and everything from when that big battle took place. And uh, it, it really, he died like when the first arrow was shot. Like literally, that's why his eyes missing. So. Uh. Um, he uh, ends up getting a chance to kind of redeem himself. So it's kind of fun because you're controlling this character who, you know, was praised for, like, his heroic deeds, but really he didn't do anything. He died, you know, in the first arrow was shot. <laughs> but, like, now he's back, and, like, now he gets to try to stop this threat that wasn't stopped before, you know, that is now back. And the humor is really, really out there. It's 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 a funny game. Like, uh, it's it, but it's also, it's very... Uh, it, it takes place kind of like in the Victorian era, and uh, the, the the music, man, it's it's very, uh, it, it's a, it's 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 a really strange thing because you have a gothic, almost horror theme, but funny so, so platformer. So it's like Luigi's Mansion in a way, where like it's it's like horror, but not really. It's like funny, kind of. Yeah, I would say it's a little. Uh, Yes and no. I would say yeah, but like with a teen rating, you know, where okay. like it, it is gotcha. there is there is some stuff that's kind of like you know, it's all oh, that's a little fucked up and like that's kind of creepy. <laughs> that's a little but like, fucked up. <laughs> yeah, but like it's it's also yeah, it, it is funny. I mean, there's like a a, a statue that's uh, kind of come to life and it's making fun of Sir Daniel Fortescue. He's like, oh, you're back from the dead to, you know, and he's he's making fun of him for doing nothing before, and mm-hmm. then you know Dan kind of says, I'll show you and. It just kind of goads him on, right. but um, yeah, it's it's a very very cool uh, 
franchise. There was a sequel that was received pretty well back in the day, so I'm hoping that we get that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe this will be like the Oddworld games, where like if this sells well, we'll get a second one. Um, and then hopefully a third one. So oh, I would yeah. be so happy. But yeah, I mean, it's it's a very PlayStation franchise, and it it it's it's something that should have been the PlayStation Classic. I mean, this was a this was a game where like it, it, it it's it's among the games I would list if I was praising games from that era. Um, but of course, we're talking uh, a 3D platformer from a studio where this was their first 2D or their first 3D platformer. This was their first one. Mm. So. Um, and this, I mean, it came out like I can't remember what year, but I mean, when they were making this, it was it was it was very uh, early in that era too. So I mean, not only was it their first 3D game, but it's also early in that era where like things that are like established rules for that you know kind of genre and that control set you know were still being kind of learned um, at that time. So it's nice having this update where you know it's going to look a lot better, it's going to look a lot sharper, it's going to play a lot better. Um, has the camera been improved because I've heard that's a big thing for the original yeah the camera was really kind of rough uh, back then I think you could control it with the R2 L2 type thing you know so but it it, I I think it also this this sounds funny but like the camera almost worked better when it was uh, active and doing its own thing (laughs) and when I say better I don't mean it worked well it just was like it's it was kind of almost too much and didn't really work very well to control it manually but it didn't do well controlling because i mean there's a lot of platforming in this too you know you're dodging stuff jumping i mean between uh, different you know a pit you know type thing so well we'll see what happens with that one again i don't know that it's actually coming out this year but man i hope it hope it does because it's been it's supposed to be yeah they they said it was coming out this year uh sean laden was on a playstation uh the PlayStation podcast that he was talking about it. Right. Uh, if I remember correctly, I think Sean Layden actually worked on this game, but I, I might be remembering wrong, but I think he did. Huh. Um, Interesting. So I wonder if he had anything to do with it kind of being remade, but yeah, it's, and it's, it's a, from the, it's from the ground up remake. There was a trailer that came out uh, last year to kind of tie everybody over. Right. And uh, it looks, it looks beautiful. So yeah, didn't mean to ramble so much, but I'm very excited. Hmm. If the last of us part two doesn't come out this year, and this is definitely one of like among my most anticipated games. Here's, it's it's going to be really great. Here's what I'm wondering, right? Like, there's a lot of games from the first party catalog of Sony where we have no idea when these games are coming out. Like, do you think we'll get some sort of PlayStation Direct or you know you know what I mean? Like some sort. Of I hope so. Yeah. Soon. Yeah. Maybe at E3 this year, if if nothing else. And, and that's but not that, at E3 that... this year. Yeah. yeah no, I not... mean in, in 2019. Yeah, they're not at. They're not going to be at E3. They're not doing anything around oh, E3 not. either. No, nothing. Yeah. Right. Oh well, then they better do a direct because yeah, there's 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 too many uh, up in the air things than not to say something. Right. Yeah. So um, yeah, we'll get to that at the end uh, once we get through all these games. There's a lot of games to get through. Um, the next one that I just wanted to quickly touch on, and this is one that uh, Chris, you seemed pretty into, uh, was the Pathless, and this is the game that's the follow up to Abzu. Um, which is, you know, sort of compared to, like, Journey, but underwater, very colorful, yeah. very artistic, that kind of thing. Um, uh, Chris, you, you said you were kind of excited about this, right? Yeah, I, I, I just watched the trailer uh, before the podcast, and uh, it, I got heavy Shadow of the Colossus vibes from it. I love seeing, like, an interesting kind of indie game with a uh, world to explore and uh, a great art style. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to the path of this, and hopefully see uh, hopefully see more from it this year yeah i think um you know if it has that sort of same art style very like i don't know it, that's a very like artistic game to me 
Um, yeah. Of course, all games are art, but that one to me, like, man, it really stands out with the colors and stuff. So that'd be, yeah, that'd be cool to get that this year. I don't really know a whole lot of what the gameplay will be like, but that's okay. Same. Yeah. Yeah. I liked, uh, I don't know how to pronounce it right, a- Abzu. Yeah. I liked I liked that game a lot. Well, I, I liked it and didn't, it was very, it was one of those vague kind of artsy games, kind of uh, mm-hmm. like Flower, you right. know, where, yeah. but I mean, it was, like you said, it was very artsy. And so I'm, I'm excited about it, if nothing else, for, for that, because Abzu is not something I think I'll replay anytime soon. Oh, no. But I, re- I played it for the first time in 2017, and it was enjoyable. It was fun. Right. Um, it was very pretty. So I'm, I'm looking forward to this, if, if not at least for that. Right. Um, so a game that is not very abstract and one that you don't know what's going on is uh, Spelunky, and we're getting hopefully a second one this year. Uh, man, Spelunky is so crazy because it's you know it's a roguelike and it's it's a little bit you know it's got some SteamWorld dig in there, uh, sort of ish you know Metroidvania ish kind of those you know platformers. Um, I think Spelunky is awesome, and I can't wait to to play a second one. Um, I just wanted to say too for uh, the listeners uh, from Medieval. Uh, at least up to now, uh, these games are all just to be to be announced this year. Mm-hmm. We don't know when they're coming out. They just said 2019, so that's why we're saying hopefully yeah. this year. Yeah. So. But yeah, it's Blinky too. Chris, is this one that you're you're in, you're interested in? Um, I've never really liked roguelikes, and uh, I, unfortunately, this isn't one I'm going to be playing. I think. Well, I'll I'll make sure to cover it for us because I am so. Awesome. I'll be getting it too. Yeah. yeah, I liked the first one a lot. Yeah. Uh, roguelikes are my thing, man. I think they're so fun, and any in any form, first person, third person, this sort of you know platformer style. Oh man, I think they're so cool. Um, so the next one, uh, this is one again that we don't know a whole lot about. This is Babylon's Fall. This was announced at last E3, and this is a Platinum Games um, development here with Square Enix, right? That looks like they're partnering on this. Yeah, yeah. So they worked on Near Automata before this. Um, together um, so they're making this new game it kind of has like a fantasy kind of feel to it and right. uh, the trailer has four characters coming together so I'm guessing it's going to be like a co-op fantasy game yeah that'd uh, be which awesome. sounds cool with uh, Platinum Games is action combat so yeah mm-hmm. looking forward and to let's, it and let's do let's do our best to not compare it to Dark Souls when talking about it like that's, <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's so easy to do um, Josh did you see anything on this game Babylon's Fall um, I've I haven't seen a lot on it. I just saw it was on their website. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it looks really interesting. Um, and Platinum, they they make cool stuff. I and, and I I hesitate because like I haven't played a lot of their stuff. Uh, I've only played uh, Wonderful One Hundred and One. Yeah. By them, and, but like uh, what I want to say about that is like that's one of their like lesser known, uh, not as good games, and I I loved it. You know, I thought it was a lot of fun. Mm. So I mean, I'm definitely on board for whatever they want to you know make. Yeah, I think Platinum is at best when they're not working on like a licensed product like when when they're doing something that's original i think they do yeah. really good work so we'll see yeah. hopefully we see some more from that at e3 or something well i guess not since it's a well, we saw it uh, we saw it e3 last year uh by square enix and square enix uh might be bringing oh, it this year so maybe, yeah maybe yeah. they'll do their own direct or whatever so yeah we'll we'll see what happens with that um and then this is another one here that you know who knows when this game is coming out out uh, and that's dreams um, I know we've covered Dreams extensively, and we've talked about it a lot. Um, I think it, man, I hope it comes out this year. I feel like it should, but uh, based on what's been going on with their beta that has been out, people have mm. been really, really like into it. Like People have been making some really awesome stuff, like somebody made the PT uh, hallway, yeah. somebody made a section of Dead Space. Like People are, are really, really you know, doing some awesome work in this game, but 
I don't know, man. I feel like it's so ambitious that it, it may not come out this year. Who knows? I, I think it will. I think it will come out this year. They already have a playable build, um, and they just want to give it to uh, people to play so they can start making more levels and more worlds and more tools, to, you know, to, to help yeah. people uh, make these games. So, yeah. Right. I think maybe, like, summer or maybe fall is when we'll see this one. Yeah, I'm surprised it hasn't come out yet because the, the beta... <laughs> well, no, I'm surprised it hasn't got a release date because yeah. we already have the pub the, the beta going on so usually when the beta is released like, there's a release date attached to it so i don't know yeah uh, i think I'm what they're doing in march is maybe april but well, well maybe i think they're just taking feedback from the beta and implementing that and yeah. you know they don't i guess they don't know how long that's going to take so yeah we'll have to see what happens with with dreams it's just been that's been like the story of the generation i mean that was announced <laughs> when the ps4 was announced and it's still not out like i, I don't know yeah. man that's like it's very rare to see something like that yeah, they've been working on it since little big planet 2 or something like that or Taraway. Mm-hmm. so that was I, a long I feel like, time ago i feel like they had to they had to scrap it sort of similar to metroid prime 4 um Perhaps. so yeah so yeah, just moving on here, uh, the next one I wanted to talk about, Concrete Genie. Uh, this is one that is kind of outside my wheel- wheelhouse. Um, maybe, Chris, maybe you can talk on this one a little bit if you if you have a little bit more on it. I don't know too many details about it. We got a nice uh, trailer at the uh, Paris Games Week one year. And mm-hmm. um, I don't know, it just looks like a like, nice little touching tale, like an indie-esque kind of game. Uh, with uh, a very creative kind of use of graffiti on the walls. And, uh, it looks in, like in the, uh, the creative director, too, said it was heavily inspired by Jet Set Radio. Right. So that's, yeah. And yeah, that game's awesome. So yeah, yeah so that's like neat. That, we'll have to... It's going to use motion controls, it looks like. Um, I'm reading about it here. It says you're, uh, you'll be using motion controls to create landscapes, and those landscapes will turn into living portraits. Mm-hmm. How you paint creatures and what color you paint them will affect their personalities. For example, red paint will grant a creature fire-breathing abilities. In addition to freestyle drawing, there's also a set of core puzzles in the game that the player will have to solve through their artwork. So, so that's pretty neat. Yeah, um, I'm totally down for a graffiti game. Um, if you remember uh, the sections in Infamous Second Son, where you could do graffiti on the walls, I thought that I thought that was like my favorite part of the game. <laughs> like, I just thought that was so cool. So yeah, like uh, uh, a game where you can do graffiti, I'm totally down. And when you paint on the walls, it actually animates, so it actually looks quite beautiful. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm, so, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing more of this. Hopefully, we see that this year. Um, next game I wanted to touch on Yakuza Five. Man, so we already talked about how Yakuza is so freaking awesome. When we spent most of our time when we were supposed to be talking about Shenmue Three, talking about Yakuza, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Man, the Yakuza games are so good. Oh goodness, it's like you brought up a good point, Josh, about how like yeah, a lot of us probably won't get to go to Japan and. You know, it, it's it's a great look at Japan from from a point of view of like, you know, we don't really see that here. It's so different from our culture here. And yeah. Yakuza is just sort of this awesome blend of like, it's silly and wacky and weird, but sometimes it gets really deep and dark and 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 then it's arcadey, but like sort of simulator ish at sometimes too. It's just such a weird. I've I, game. I've never played them, but I I want I they're on my list. Like I want to. Um. And I, I know what zero, yeah, Kiwami, one and two are on the PS4, right? Yeah, Kiwami, Kiwami two, and zero, yeah. Uh, and those are zero. Those are like zero, one, and two, right? Yeah, they're like, like they're the, remakes. Okay, they're, they're remasters, sort of. Yeah, 
Um, remasters of the of, okay because we didn't get them at first yeah they, they, they were just yeah, in japan um but yeah I, I kind of what we were talking about earlier as well is like you know a lot of these japanese games are getting western support now to sort of like hook people in and get get the western audience it's into so them. great so yeah i think that's going to be really really cool um hopefully we see that this year man it seems like yakuza games have been coming out left and right so i wouldn't be surprised yeah. if, we, if we do get that one this they year. look so fun too uh video game donkey had a video on like five when it came out and like he was like dancing and there was something with a chicken and then he was oh, gambling yeah. and he was talking about how like the main story is fun and like the kind of like it's not really a railroad but like you know you could stay on that story uh road uh, i guess if, if, if you will but like he was like it, it, it's fun but like he's like there's so much other shit that's fun to do that like it's it's hard to stay on track of what you're supposed to be doing oh yeah and it's so dense too like you walk out into the city and there's just colors and lights and like markers on your map to go to and so like yeah you find yourself like three, four hours later, you're like, oh man, I should probably get back on this. Which is just so refreshing because, like, I mean, not all Western games are like this, but I mean, there's a lot of Western games where it's like, it's dark and it's gray and it's brown and it's this and it's just okay. I, I want, I want color, I want life, I want, I want energy, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it was like for a while, it was like really popular for games to kind of have that Fallout Three Oblivion look, oh, where everything yeah. was just kind of dark and. You know, so it, it's nice to play these games where, like, man, I'll have to find that video and watch it again. But Donkey, like, really sold me on, yeah, the, yeah, whatever Yakuza game it was. I can't remember. I think it was Zero, but it looked really fun. Right. Um, so, yeah, moving on here, uh, this is one, again, that I, I it's kind of outside my wheelhouse. I don't know if any of us have played too much of this. Uh, Ease, I think is how you pronounce it. Yeah. Uh, it looks like Ease 9 Monstrum. I hope I'm not butchering that. Uh, should be coming out this year. And... From what we discussed earlier, you know, it's sort of an action RPG, but, you know, very sort of Japanese, and it's one that, like some of the other games we've mentioned, has sort of picked up momentum over here in the West, and I think seeing a a PS4 version would be, you know, really awesome for this series, because uh, the last couple entries have been on Vita, I believe... Um, at least, hmm. at least here in the West, and yeah, it it's one that a lot of people really like. I just don't know that it's as popular here uh, in the yeah. West. And it's kind of a detour of the series. Uh, I just looked this up. So, uh, Falcon President Toshihiro Kondo, he was interviewed by Dengeki PlayStation, and he says the main character of the series, Adol, will be depicted differently than what we've seen thus far in the series. Everything about him, including his appearance, is a bit surprising. And uh, this game is actually set in a prison city, um, as opposed to like more fans- fantastical kind of like settings, like more colourful settings. Um, and apparently his pres- prison city, Barduk, is full of mysteries. It would tell a drama that can only be told in such a place. And the sense of scale you get from being in the game's towns will be the biggest yet in the series. And Siliconera translated it and reported on it. Um, but yeah, I, I, this sounds interesting to me. Um, and it's nice to see like a series get more evolution. Um, and a bit, a bit of a different take, you know, for the fans of the series who have stayed on for so long. Yeah, and I mean, I'm such a big fan of action RPGs, so I think yeah. if there's any one that I would jump onto, it would be maybe this one because it seems like you know it's a little bit more geared towards uh, the U.S. market as opposed to you know some stuff that we may not understand that's you know more localized for the Japanese market. 
I like how well we seem to have like genres cover between the three of us. Like you can usually count on at least one of us to be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna play that. <laughs> yeah. Unless it's like a sports game. Do you guys yeah, play sports no, games? I was just about to say that. <laughs> no, the closest thing, I, man. Everybody's everybody's golf is my sports game, man. That is. Yeah, those look fun. <laughs> oh man. My my sports game is Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, speaking of Mario Kart and sports games, uh, the next game that's coming out, that, or well, that we think might be coming out, Ghost of Tsushima. I know that's not a, that's a bad segue. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to talk about Crash uh, Team Racing. No, or no. The, you don't. Aren't, you aren't familiar with the sports game uh, kart racer Ghost of Tsushima? <laughs> I just called it Goats of Tsushima. Jesus Christ. I would play that. I would play Goats, Goats of, of Tsushima, Tsushima okay. too. Um, no, this is another one that, holy shit, this game is, it looks so awesome. It looks like, again, I know we keep touching on the Japanese games. It looks crazy Japanese mixed like samurai, like holy shit. And it, it's just so beautiful. Oh man, I cannot wait for this game. Um, this is developed by Sucker Punch. And we were talking about earlier, like, could this make this year? And... I, I was discussing the timeline, and if you take a look at the timeline, uh, okay, so let's presume that that they started uh, that Sucker Punch started development on this a little bit before um, Second Son came out, which is in 2014. So let's just call it 2013. So from 2013 to 2019, that's six years. I feel like that is enough time for a game. Like I don't mm. think, yeah, I I, I think uh, a lot of games have been developed in shorter times. You know what I'm saying? So like. I feel like that game should come out this year, and I'm thinking maybe September, fall, that kind of time frame. Yeah, that's what I would think, too. I'm just curious, what we saw at E3, I wonder if that was kind of a vertical slice of, of uh, development, or if they actually are, you know, kind of yeah. that far along where it's playable. You know, who knows? Yeah, um, that's a good point. The one thing I'd mention is It's well, definitely something I'm going to buy, though. It looks great. Like, so, Sony'd like to release games during the summer like they're big tentpole games like we've seen Last of Us come out in the summer um, right and uh, Infamous I think came out in the summer at some point um, so I, I think yeah Ghost of Tsushima could come out that in that time frame right yeah it's just you know we don't really know a whole lot about it other than what we saw at E3 a couple I think maybe last year um, and that yeah. game but that gameplay holy shit man the lighting the yeah just sort of, oh my god God, the, the, the just like the way the clothes moved, the way the like <laughs> plant, like the flowers, and it, oh man, it just looked so crazy. I'm so totally down for like a ninja, not ninja, but like samurai sort of. Yeah, it looks. Oh, it look. It kind. It, it kind of reminds me of a. Uh, sh- was it? Sh- what was that? It was a PS2 sword. Uh, oh, was that Onimusha? Onimusha. Onimusha. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of that when I saw the 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 samurai kind of. Uh, uh, Forgive my ignorance, but it kind of reminded me of like you know the samurai style like combat. Yeah. You know, the... Yeah. No, I'm with you on that. So I really do hope that comes out this year. It just concerns me that we haven't seen a whole lot about it. But judging on the development time and like the sort of timeline, I feel like it's likely that we'll see that this year. Um, so keeping in you know keeping with the Japanese games, this is another one that uh, man I think it looks really cool. You know, although we haven't seen a whole lot about it, uh, is Judgment. And this is a sort of it, it looks like it's a spin-off of the Yakuza series. So it's made by, you know, the studio that worked on Yakuza. And it came out in Japan last year. Um, but yeah, like we I mean, we've already talked about how we think Yakuza is really cool. I'm totally down for another sort of Yakuza but maybe like a spin-off kind of thing. Oh, hell yeah. I just looked it up. It's a legal thriller. 
Yeah. With someone, a detective investigating a serial murder case yeah. in the accusing universe. So that like sounds great. It seems like it's going to be a little bit more serious, which I think is awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, that's totally, totally down for that, yeah. The, my one thing, though, is that the voice acting made me cringe. Like, when I watched such, the English trailer, I was like, ooh, that's, uh, ooh, that's not good. Yeah. <laughs> it might be something to play with subtitles and yeah. you know, original. Yeah, maybe you can switch to the Japanese, yeah. Yeah. So, okay, and then the last few ones we have here, we don't know, again, that are coming out this year. Some of them are kind of, like, silly. Like, we have Final Fantasy VII. I don't even think we need to touch on that. I don't think that's coming out <laughs> this year. That, I mean, it's not that I'm... I wouldn't be surprised as a PS5, like, launch yeah, title, it, but also comes out on PS4, right. kind of like Breath of the Wild. And it's not that I want to be dismissive of it because I don't care. Like, I, I think Final Fantasy VII is awesome. I just don't think that's coming out this year. No. Um, another one that I don't really think is coming out this year is Death Stranding. Now, again, if we look really? at the... If we, I don't think so. If, all right, if we look at the development time, so let's assume Kojima started working on this in 2015, when, which is when Metal Gear Solid Five came out. Okay, he didn't even have an engine. Like, I think he got an engine for that the next year, right? So that would, mm. okay, that puts us at 2016. Well, that's only three years, and man, Kojima likes to take his time. I mean, that's part of why there was such a big back or a big fallout between him and Konami is that he was. Yeah, I was just gonna say he took his time when he was being told not to take yeah, his time. Now just, he can take his time. It's his own studio. I can't so. imagine. I can't imagine that game is ready for this year. I mean, I know we've seen little hints here and there that that kind of are pointing that it's coming out this year, but I I don't know, man. I think it'll be like holiday 2020. Personally, I think. At the earliest, it would be holiday. Time. Yeah, I just I can't. I don't know, man. I, I, and like, look, I think it's fine. It looks like a really, really out there, like sci-fi. Yeah. Almost, almost like horror themed, but like, or at least with, with some horror in it. Like, yeah, whenever it comes out, it's fine. It's gonna be great. Right. I and I don't know what the game is. Like a lot of people don't know what the game is. I know Kojima recently went to um, Gorilla, uh, the, the developers of um, until or not until dawn. Jesus, Horizon Zero. Horizon. Yeah. yeah. To show them like the first two hours, and they said it was awesome. But like, do they only have two hours of the game? Is that why that's? I was gonna say it's like, probably a vertical slice like, where it's like, okay, we got this prepared. Yeah, I just I don't know, man. I can't imagine that game is ready this year. Uh, prove me wrong, please. I would love to play it. I really want to play it. Um, but but also delayed if you need to. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, we'll wait. Hey, Chris, it seems like you thought this was coming out this year. What, what do you? I I have a feeling it would come out this year. Um. Because there's a playable build uh, that was given to Guerrilla Games to play, so for the first two hours. Um, yeah. And I, I, it just seems like the gameplay is not as sophisticated as the Metal Gear Solid series to me. So. I don't I even don't know. know what the gameplay is. Yeah, What's exactly. The gameplay? Yeah, like, the, the, trailer, the trailers didn't really. The gameplay. Tra- I just thought there was like a really moon man that. guy in a suit. Yeah. Like. I think if anybody else were developing this game, it would be in trouble. But th- but the name alone of Kojima, everybody's like, yep, I'm on board. This is I'm... really great. And there were, like, some, some belly babies in his mouth or something. So freaking weird. I, I That's the thing. Like, if the game's bad, okay, whatever. Like, I that's fine. I'm just so curious to see what it is. Like, for I know I'll get hate for this, but I'm not interested. That's fine. <laughs> I'm not interested. That, and, and, and that's fair enough, because... I don't even we don't know what the game is. It just yeah. looks weird. <laughs> yeah, it's it's al- it's almost it's almost like you shouldn't be interested yet. You should just be intrigued yeah. because we don't even know what it is yet. Exactly. Um yeah. so two more games I wanted to touch on. I know we're just skipping Final Fantasy because that's not coming out. Um, <laughs> it's not. I, I'm willing to bet I'm willing to bet a steak dinner on it that that game is not coming out. Okay. Time. 
Um, with A1 sauce. Yeah. Uh, so Last of Us Part 2, an- another game that I don't think is coming out this year. Uh, Josh, you seem to think it is coming out this year. Make a case for it, because I'm not buying it. The reason I think it might come out is because it was originally kind of like... I, I can't find... I almost think they went through and deleted the footage. But I remember seeing 2018 at first, when they uh, first like announced it. So I would think, like, if, if they were originally thinking 2018... Then like I feel like it would probably definitely come out in 2019, mm-hmm. especially with them showing another trailer. Right. Like it just kind of feels like where they're they're gearing up for a um, maybe a quarter three release this year. Yeah, this one is one I'm a little bit less confident about that. I don't think it's going to come out this year. If it did come out this year, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, yeah, yeah, that's where I'm at. Like I think it will come out, but yeah. if they delayed it, I wouldn't be surprised either. I mean, you know. Yeah, I think I think either Death Stranding, Last of Us Part Two, or Ghost of Tsushima have to come out this year. Like one of them, mm-hmm. because they need a big AAA release this game. year. Yeah, because yeah, unfortunately, I don't think Days Gone is cutting. It's it, not going right? to cut it. No. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, but what can you say about Last of Us? Everybody, everybody here, like you know, likes the, the first one. And, and Naughty Dog's relationship with Sony, Sony will let them do whatever they want. Right. If they're like, hey, we need to delay this another year or two, like they'll let them do it. Right. Yeah. So uh, the last game I wanted to touch on here before moving on to our predictions and our, our thoughts and ideas for the year um, is Neo Two. Um, this is another one that's you know very Japanese. It's you know sort of samurai ninja e. Uh, I love the first Neo. Um, and forgive me, I'm gonna make a Dark Souls comparison here. So I guess if you're playing a drinking game, then you're gonna be you're gonna be messed up. Um, but yeah, it's a lot like Dark Souls mixed with like Onimusha, mixed with Tenchu, and yeah, I would love to, you know I would love to play another one because I thought the first one was so cool. But it it sort of took away the this like the seriousness of Dark Souls and gave it sort of a like silly take. And I'm I think that's really important because it's I mean how many Dark Souls games are you gonna play if it's just like dark and gloomy and yeah sad and depressing yeah so yeah i'm excited for that uh have you guys played neo the first one i i haven't but it, it looks cool i want to play it i, think I, should, I intend to you play can probably it. find yeah. a copy for like 20 30 bucks so i i man if you like those sort of souls games but want like a little bit of a more refreshing and silly take on it i think neo would be right up your alley hmm and then what about you, Chris? Have you have you dabbled with the Neo game, the first one? I, I played a few hours of it, and I prefer it to Dark Souls. I, I feel like the controls are a bit more fluid, mm-hmm. and uh, it feels more like an action game to me. So it's like that nice balance between yeah. like an action game, like Platinum Games, and uh, a Dark right. Souls game. It's like that yeah. perfect balance. Yeah. Yeah, and that was one of the one of the few surprises we got at last year's uh, E3 with sony's press conference i think we got that and and resident evil 2 i think were announced there everything else yeah. we pretty much knew about so yeah that one i feel like should be ready for like you know the spring or maybe even or not spring but maybe summer or maybe fall something like that yeah so we'll see um now looking ahead outside of the realm of games um what do you guys think you're gonna see for for this year for a playstation um you know i think a lot of, there's been a lot of discussion about you know ps5 rumors that that sort of thing uh, what do you think i mean is there anything you want to see this year from them you think they should just i keep i don't going? think we're going to see a, a a new xbox new play new or new playstation until holiday 2020 at the earliest well, yeah and i'm with um, you i think it would be crazy for sony to um abandon their platform as their main platform at the ps4 with all the stuff they have going on for it you know i mean the install base on it is massive right so i, I think it'll be a little bit more time 
But I think we're going to have another good year. I think this year for Sony will be almost as good, if not just as good as last year. Mm-hmm. And that's really saying something because they've been uh, undisputably, like, undisputably ugh, on top this generation. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I'm with you that I, I don't think we're going to see a new box this year, but I think some people were speculating that we might see an announcement for it this year. Oh, for sure. And yeah, I mean, I could see them announcing some stuff at the end of the year. Yeah, but I, but I don't really see that either. I think to your point there's just no reason for them to, to talk about that yet. I mean, think of how many... I mean, there are almost 100 million PS4s out there. It, mm-hmm. it, it, people are still loving it. And even, like, I, I'm playing Resident Evil 2 right now, and we'll get into this later. I, there's no... It's beautiful. It, yeah, there's, like, there's no reason... I, I'm not, like, playing this and going, oh, man, this would be so much better if the hardware was better. Like, it's totally fine. And, like, all these games that are coming out, I feel like what, we, what we've seen look totally fine for PS4. I don't know that we need a new system yet. You know? I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. I know this came out a couple of years ago, but I'm just saying, Uncharted 4 still looks beautiful. Yeah. Like, just yeah. amazing. Like, when I play Uncharted 4 every single time, I'm like, how did they do this? Yeah. Especially a couple of years ago. So, yeah, no, I, I'm with you. I, I think they might, maybe, maybe they'll talk about a PS5 uh, details, maybe some leaks or something, but I don't think they're gonna like announce like next year. You know, I think they'll announce the PS5 in the spring next year, and I think it'll come out holiday next year, and that's if it mm. comes out next. My year. one caveat with that is that Xbox kind of needs a new console. I think like the the Switch is about to outpace them, right? Um, yeah, and they released yeah. their console like three years before, so I don't know. Um, maybe just from a stakeholder kind of perspective um they'd want to compete with xbox i don't to think show the xbox ps5 is in that much of a hurry though yeah. you think because they've already mentioned no i don't that because there's another console coming they've already teased it right right but i don't think xbox is in that much of a rush because that yeah they got all these I, th- I think they want to make sure they get next gen right because they started off so sloppily this gen. That's a good point. So I think if anything, I could see people at Xbox being like, "Hey, Sony, um, what if we, <laughs> what if we wait a little while? It'd be better for both of us." Because I mean, I'm sure they communicate in some level. Oh yeah. Um, at, at least a little bit. And and I, I'm just saying, I wouldn't be surprised if Xbox. I mean, they just purchased Obsidian and, and Exile and. Um, I mean, they just Ninja Theory. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they were like, "Cool, you guys all start getting to work and have something ready in three years." Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't be surprised if they have a couple of things come out, like Halo Infinite, and of course we got Gears Five coming out. I mean, they've got some stuff coming out, but I wouldn't be surprised if the X, the next Xbox didn't come out until, and next PlayStation to come out until 2021. Honestly, I could see it 2020, but I'm saying I wouldn't be surprised if we got a 2020. I think I think it might be early 2020 or to, to summer 2020, something like that. But uh, hmm. that's, uh, that's no, probably not actually. It's probably holiday twenty twenty. But yeah, that's an yeah. interesting point you bring up, Chris. Though because I'm actually I'm with you on this one. I think that Xbox is kind of they're like ready to go. You know, or not maybe they're not ready to go, but they want to get to that point as soon as they can. Anyway. Yeah. Because yeah, they just want to get out of this generation and move on. And then yeah, I feel like Sony might look at that and go, oh, why they they have a new system out and we don't. That's a problem. You know. Yeah. Mm. And especially since that already happened before with the 360 and PS3. Yeah. yeah. Sony probably won't want that to happen again because the PlayStation 3 came out after the year, 360. Like a year later, yeah. And it cost more money. Mm-hmm. And that really, really, you know, kind of had them stumble quite a bit. I think they found their footing by the end, but, I mean, you know. Yeah. So, um, one thing I would like to see uh, this year is, like, I don't know. It... If this generation is going to go on a little bit longer, like maybe some new first-party games announced, I don't, 
I don't think that's going to be the case. I feel like Sony's starting to wrap things up too. Yeah, but, I agree. But yeah. it, it, if they're going with the narrative of, hey, we're going to try to get this generation to go as long as it can, we need some new first-party games, I think, or you know, new exclusives. Mm. So that would be interesting to see. And I think it's important too for Sony to make sure that they start next generation off right and they don't go into it you know being arrogant like they kind of have been a little bit lately <laughs> uh, i know they sony is at its worst when they're arrogant yeah. because when when they're trying to when they're trying to kick ass and they're focused on like let's win they're great but when they're like we don't have to do crossplay yeah. we don't need but to they do can, this, then but I'm like, they can they are doing crossplay now they've learned i think and i think they've yeah. humbled a little yeah, they're bit. starting to yeah. yeah i want it to be across the board though right yeah. but yeah and, yeah you're right they are starting to but and then another thing i want to see too is just the evolution of of their subscription service so i want to see number one what happens with playstation plus because it's weird you know that we're losing vita and ps3 games are we going to get just higher quality PS4 games? Are we going to get more PS4 games? Are we going to get PSVR games? I want to see what happens with that. And then I also want to see them take PlayStation Now into a direction um, that's sort of like uh, Games Pass. Absolutely. Yeah. Games Pass is amazing. Yeah. So I love Game Pass. So I think to sum it up, I don't think we're going to see an, an announcement this year for next-gen console. If we do, it'll be at the very end of the year or something. I think Sony just needs to work on getting that uh, that announcement and getting the, the entry point of PS5 right so that they don't start it off arrogant. Honestly, all they have to do for me to be thrilled with them is, as far as games output uh, goes, keep doing what you're doing, mm -hmm. and then cross-play across every single game. Yeah. Just jump in with Microsoft and Nintendo, yeah. and then uh, backwards compatibility. Yep. Like, those three things. Just yeah. cross-play, backwards compatibility, keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, I'm with you. Chris, mm. any final thoughts? Yeah, I think uh, PlayStation will have a few small first-party games to keep it to keep the system thriving. Um, I think we'll see stuff like Medieval Remake, where um, there's games of a lesser scale, so we'll see like an Ape Escape remake, or maybe Ooh, a sequel cool. to like a, a smaller game, like a Sly Cooper or a Jack, or something like that. Right. I'd also like to touch on, just briefly, and just kind of praise uh, them for how they're doing with the PSVR, because it's doing very well. Yeah. The attach rate for games is pretty great. And we're getting some really cool stuff. Like Astrobot, I haven't played it yet. I own it. But, I mean, I've watched some oh, stuff man. on it. That's why to, I bought that's it. That's your homework for It looks for so the cool. You need to go play it yeah. after you're done with Resident Evil. <laughs> <laughs> so, interesting. Yeah, I think it's going to be a really sort of, I don't know. It, this year's important, I feel like, to them. Because um, it'll sort of set the tone for, for, for yeah. what's to come. So, yeah, I'm very curious to see how this year plays out. We're very early on in the year. You know, we're coming up on February now, which, man, the the month flew by. So that's kind of... Yeah. <laughs> February is packed, yeah. too. February is not usually a packed month, right. but holy shit, is it packed. So let's finish out the, the show here with what we've been playing. Um, Josh and I, like I said, are going to talk about um, Resident Evil 2 Remake, and we'll do that. At, we'll talk about that at the end. So I'm going to throw it over to you, Chris. Um, I know you're okay. getting... You're getting ready for Kingdom Hearts, so I, mm -hmm. you know, it looks like you're playing a little bit of that too. So let, let let's let's see what you've been playing. Yeah, but I'll I'll just brush through these quick, uh, so because we're running out of time. But uh, Kingdom Hearts two, I've been playing that just to get ready for Kingdom Hearts three. Um, still the classic, love it. Um, and yeah, I can't wait to play the third entry. And then Uncharted Two Among Thieves. Uh, this was game so number good. four of 2019 finished so uh you gotta catch up josh <laughs> yeah, i'm still on you gotta catch two. up so so uh you you've never played kingdom hearts 2 before this is your first time oh no of course not 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> Just wanted to make sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, interesting. And and going back to Kingdom Hearts too. Do you think it? I don't know. Like, are you, I, I'm sure you're already crazily excited, but is this putting you more in the mindset of like, okay, Kingdom Hearts three is coming? Like, it, is it there to help gear you up for it? Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's uh, is every time I play it is, it's uh, great. You know, it gives me a a, a flash from the past, <laughs> and um, I, I think it's aged very well. Um, the animations are excellent. Um, I, I think the battle system is is fun and unique, and is hasn't really been replicated in any other RPG before. Um, and I, I just can't wait just to see what happens in the next game because, uh, yeah, yeah. there's uh, a lot coming up. <laughs> I think... Uh, and 3 is ahead of 2 on uh, Metacritic, too, by one Yes, oh, yes, cool. it is. So I so, think next week we're going to let you just have at it for Kingdom Hearts because I know, um, <laughs> you know, that's outside of my wheelhouse, a little bit outside of Josh's wheelhouse, but I think it's an important game, and I know a lot of people really... Are excited for it, and I always see polls on Twitter like, "What game are you most excited for?" Uh, and it's Kingdom Hearts like wins every poll I've seen. So there is an yeah. audience, obviously. Yeah. So I'll let you do that next week. You just you can prepare everything you want to talk about, and that'll mm-hmm. be fun to look into. Um, anything else you're playing, Chris? Uh, Destiny Two. I've been playing a bit of that. Oh, yeah. I wish I, I wish I could find the party to score that with. That's the problem with multiplayer games is because um, these games come out as they release. And, and and as they release they these people play the game, your friends have already played it and they don't want to play for it again. So I've I've been left alone playing it. <laughs> but I'm um, still having fun. The shooting is excellent. Like I love yeah, the I feedback. Yeah, I wish I could play it with you. I've got it on Xbox. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. There's another issue of cross play right there, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Exactly. Because cool. I don't want to start all over, but like, you know, I like playing it. Yeah. Huh. Well, you'll have to report back on on how that's going playing as a solo player because I imagine that is kind of a weird experience compared to how it's supposed to be. not supposed mm-hmm. to be played, but how a lot of people play it. intended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, Josh, uh, go ahead and maybe talk about what you've been playing. Leave Resident Evil Two for the end so we can, we sure. can touch on it. Um. So, um, I've uh, um, been playing New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe still. Um, I am in the middle of the fifth world. Which, if I remember correctly, is eight worlds yeah. when I looked it up to check. So I'm, I'm making steady progress. Man, um, that game is so hard. That game is yeah. unbelievably hard. Like, I don't know. I think there's this idea of, like, oh, Mario's fine. Everybody plays Mario. It shouldn't be too bad. And I've had friends and roommates, uh, my roommate in the past, would always say that. And I'm like, yeah, for the first few levels, it's easy. But that's when you stop playing and you didn't get to see how hard it got. God. Dude, it got to the point where I was like running out of lives, and I, it took me back mm-hmm. to the beginning of the world. Oh man, I'm maybe I'm bad at video games. That's totally likely. No, I, <laughs> I I'm really good at platformers, and I think this one's a lot harder than people give it credit for. Yeah, huh? Especially those fucking ghosts. I hate those ghost houses so much. Yeah. They're so stupid. The... I'm sorry. They're neat, but like, ha 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 ha. This door is not really here. Yeah. I hate yeah, it. Yeah, very. <laughs> um, what else have you been playing? Um, I finished Donut County. Oh uh, man, that game last is so week. good. Yeah. Um. It was it was funny too because I got it on Switch and uh, I played through it with my wife. We uh, played a couple levels back and forth, and I ended up finishing it uh, about a week ago, and uh, really enjoyed it. And then I bought it in iOS for like eight bucks because my wife and I have like the little family, you know, we're in family in iOS. So like uh, I thought eight bucks, you know, we both get to play it in iOS. That's cool. And uh, so I started replaying uh, it a little bit in iOS too. It's just such a fun game. Yeah. Um, it's. I think the writing is. It's like perfect. Oh, the writing is amazing. It, it's, it's so, so funny. funny. Yeah. Uh, Chris, it's hilarious. Chris, have you played Donut County? No, but I'm, I'm okay. very interested to try it on mobile. You, 
You absolutely need to because you can finish okay. it. I think it's like eight bucks yeah. in mobile. It's like twelve on console. You can finish it. It's, in it's like worth it. Maybe two hours, if that. I don't. Maybe even less. I don't know. It's just. And it's fun to replay too. Yeah, but man, it's like it feels like a more. I don't know, like a more modern Katamari almost. Like yeah. it's obviously not as open as Katamari. It's more like you know linear and more story focused. I think, but. It, it gives it it scratches that same itch as Katamari of where like you keep the writing is hilarious and yeah. the there, there's some puzzle elements in some levels and it's just it's yeah. it's really fun and, it's it's a really funny especially game especially since you guys are both in competition with one another to like you know <laughs> most games I think you yeah that's a good one to have on there because you can finish it really quickly <laughs> and it's it's, it's it's fun like you'll be happy when you finish it you'll be like that was fun I'm gonna have to play that again so at some uh, point, anything yeah. else you're playing Josh. Uh, I've been playing Bury Me, My Love on uh, iOS. It's on Switch as well. I got an iOS for two reasons. Uh, one, it was less money like, by a couple bucks. And then two, um, it's one of those messenger games where it, um, it's, 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 it's the story of a, of a, a refugee and, another, and, and her sister, I believe. I'm trying to remember. And it's, it takes place over text. So huh, um, that's the other reason I got it on iOS because I thought it'd feel more natural to you know play it on my phone. But it's it's really interesting. Uh, I've actually been looking forward to talking about this all week. Um, so you're talking to your sister, I believe it's her sister, and she's trying to um, to uh, leave the country and everything. Because I mean, it's 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 based uh, on um, so it's 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 not um, based on a true story where like this happened. But, I mean, it's inspired by uh, the, uh, Syrian refugees trying to flee and uh, reach Europe. So, it's like it's this this exact story didn't happen, but it's one of those things where, like, you know, almost like historical fiction, you know? Huh. Um, and it's it's really uh, interesting. One thing I like about it a lot that I think is a really cool mechanic is it you, you, you can change how the game plays in the settings. You can have it, and this is how I have it set up. The text messages don't just, like, keep coming. So, like, I won't hear from her for a couple hours, and then she'll text my character again, and we'll start talking. Does it, so, does like, it take three real-time hours for that to go through? Or, um, or in-game Um, Real-time. Oh, wow. It, it can. There's a, there's a setting where, like, if you just want to play through it, then you can. Oh. And you can just tell it. Does it give you, you a notification? Like, I just want to keep going. What? Does it give you a notification? On your phone. Yeah, if wow. you want it to. Yeah, so if you want to just play through it without pausing or stopping, then you can do that. That's awesome. But you can also play it where, like, you get push notifications. So it'll pop up and say, I don't know how to say her name. It's N-O-U-R. I call her Noor yeah. in my head when I refer to her. But uh, Noor, it'll, it'll say something like, uh, I'll get a push notification. It'll say, like, Noor has a question or uh, Noor has arrived or, you know, whatever. And so, yeah, it's really interesting. Uh, not only the... Uh, uh, story of uh, Syrian refugees, but also like it's an interesting mechanic where like I'm getting push notifications from a character that's talking to me. You know, it's it's really cool. Um, I recommend it. I, I'm trying to remember the price. I think it's uh on the Switch. It's uh, I'm gonna look it up really it's, fast. It's probably more expensive on Switch because everything. Yeah, it is more money on the Switch, and I think the push notification thing is really cool. So I'd recommend an iOS, but uh, or it might be an Android too. It's it's five bucks on the Switch. Oh wow! And on iOS, it is. Uh, I should have had this prepared. Three dollars. Okay. So it's. I mean, it's only a couple dollars less. But I just figure with those with the push notification aspect and 
whatnot, it'd feel better to play uh-huh. yeah. uh, on a phone. But yeah, it's I'd really recommend it. Uh, I looked up how long to be, and it's a couple hours long. So, but I mean, I've been playing it for like the last week. Yeah. So, I've so been Chris, it, it sounds like another one you might want to jump into just to mm. get another yeah. game finished. It's it feels like a really important game. I think it'll be kind of on lists, almost like Gone Home is for narrative games, but like for its own um, kind of you know genre of being like a messenger style game. Interesting. Um, okay, so I just wanted to touch on a couple games, and then we'll talk about Resident Evil, and then call it a day because I know we're running long here. Um, so I've been playing a little bit of Rainbow Six Siege. Uh, that's the game. I, Such a good game. Yeah, I just keep coming back to it, and I'm actually about to get the plat the platinum trophy in it, which I'm. Oh, oh nice. Yeah, it's, it takes forever, and there's. A I lot. need to to buy the other content. Yeah, there's a lot. Because I think that'll make me play there's more. A lot of it's stuff just to do. a lot. So yeah, yeah, I mean, what can be said about that game? It's it's really cool. It's really tactile, uh, tactical, and it's like the opposite of Call of Duty. It's not. It's very slow and mm-hmm. deliberate. Um, also, I've been playing. It's also a great example of of, uh, of steering a game right. Right. You know when it doesn't launch very well because I mean it didn't launch very well and man it's great yeah. now. Um, so I've also been playing New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. Uh, like like I was talking about earlier, man, I'm just so bad at that game. But <laughs> you know it's a fun one to go back to because like every now and then I want like a I, I want to play a Mario game like a platformer kind of deal. So that's one that I, I will be coming back to for the rest of the year. Um, I tried out the blackout demo and it is not for me. That's so good. Not for oh. me. Um, no. No, I, I maybe I'm gonna put more time into it. <laughs> I, w- I want you guys to play it. It's so much fun. You know, maybe, maybe I need to put more time into it. I played for about an hour and I didn't get one kill. It was just me running around like, oh, finally I found a weapon. Let me go ahead and use it. And nope, I'm dead. Okay. All uh, right. I will say though, I do like PUBG more than Blackout still, but I think Blackout's really fun too. Yeah, I, I get why people like it. It's just not for me. Um, right. Okay. Uh, Good on you for trying it though. Yeah. No, I thought I, I thought it deserved a chance, and you know, I'm not I'm not be I'm not above Call of Duty. I'm not too good for it. You know. Um, so, uh, Josh, let's talk about Resident Evil Two, and then we'll call it a day. Okay. Okay. Right. So, um, man. Okay. First of all, I just want to say that Resident Evil Two, if you're if you have it, you need to play it with headphones. I know I've been saying that on Twitter a lot. I've been tell- talking to people about that, um, and it's probably getting annoying with me saying that, but I'm telling you, if you aren't playing that game with headphones, you're doing yourself a disservice. There are sections in the game, I don't want to spoil anything, where there is a character who is pursuing you, and uh. and based on <laughs> based on like where he is in the mansion, or not the mansion, but the, art, the police department, you can hear where he's coming from. you can hear hear the floor like squeaking and you can hear him and and he's like loud loudly thumping and i'm telling you with headphones man you gotta it's it's so much better it's so much more terrifying please do that um i uh was playing on surround sound uh for most of my play my playthrough um but then i was playing it last i was playing it last night at like 1 a.m my wife was asleep so i didn't want to play it crazy loud so i just put my headphones on and yeah like you're 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 right like it did feel um you know, it, 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 it's definitely a headphone game, yeah. too, I think. It's, it is really cool. And, man, oh, my God, the uh, controller speaker on the PS4, I love oh, yeah. it so much. Yeah. Dude, okay, so I just want to talk about how it feel. it's like a horror Metroidvania. Like, that, that's, I think, the best way to put it, where, you know, you're looking around for items in the, in the police department, trying to, like, get to the next area, and then you finally find that item you need, and then it's so satisfying to go back to that door that you've been trying to get through and use that item yeah. there and then you get through and then there's a new thing to discover and like the whole game is just metroidvania with like crazy bosses in between and it's just 
Oh man, it looks so good. It's it's so much fun. My blood pressure went up though when we started talking about yeah, it. Yeah, that of course is gonna happen. My my <laughs> blood pressure goes up while playing it because it's freaking terrifying. It's very intense, but it's it's very good. I can definitely say it's in my top five for the year. Yeah. I'm sure. I know it's really early to say, but I think it's gonna be my mm. top five. Yeah. So all of Leon's version of the campaign is set in that police department. Yeah. So wow. uh, and I'm gonna try not to spoil anything. Um. Oh well, I, okay. Hold on, no, no. So not, not the whole the whole thing isn't in the police department. About half of it is, and then okay. after that you go you go into this like underground sewer, and then it takes you to like a lab, and then that's pretty much it. Um, but the cool thing about this game is that uh, whichever character you pick, you can pick either one from the start, uh, Leon or Claire. You will then play as the other person in part two, and you can see everything that happens from their point of view. And cool. Yeah, I was reading about the uh, zapping systems, what they called it back in the yeah. day. This one, they call it Second Run. It's kind of like a, a, almost like a remix of the previous campaign, yeah. but the the middle is kind of similar, but remixed of, of, of that campaign, but then the, uh, the the beginning and end of it are, you know, different. Yeah, so... More different. So, um, I just started Claire's Run, because I finished Leon's yesterday, and dude, I, when I finished that, I got up out of my chair, uh, and Kennedy was with me, she was sitting there watching... And I'm just like, that was phenomenal. I, like, I just, I had to stand up because I was so excited. But anyway, awesome. um, yeah, uh, and so I'm playing. Is she related to Leon at all? You know what's really funny? No, but you know what's really funny? Her middle, her <laughs> middle name is Noel, which is Leon backwards. Mm-hmm. I just wanted. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's Kennedy Noel, uh, Leon Kennedy. I don't know. I think that's interesting. Anyway, um, so I just started. I, I just started Claire's, and what's cool about. Uh, like from what I can tell on the second run is that it it doesn't it's it's not like beat for beat the same thing you just yeah. did. Like when I started, a lot of the beginning stuff that Kennedy had already or sorry that Leon Jesus I got my names mixed up that Leon had already done were still there you know and so I yeah. didn't have to just like restart the whole thing so that's really cool. Um, did you finish uh, Leon's story, Josh? No. Um, what I'll be as vague as possible for people that are playing through it for the first okay. time, like me, because I never played the original. I should mention that to our listeners. Okay. Um, my first Resident Evil was four, mm. and I loved four, five, decent, six has some positives, and sevens, of course, great from what I play, but it's scary and hard to play. I'm gonna try to someday again. Um, but so yeah, I've always I'm very excited for this because I've always wanted to play. I've heard so many good things about it. Um, over the years. Um, excuse me, I had to clear my throat. Um, so. I have not finished finished it yet. Um, I just started a new game, and I'll tell you why in a second. Um, I got the farthest I got was I put out the helicopter that was on fire. Okay, yeah, I know exactly what happens. And then happens. Um, <laughs> yeah. that thing happened. Yeah. I hit pause and yelled, "Holy shit!" <laughs> I sat there for a few minutes uh, looking at pictures of cats and Reddit, and then I went back to the game and I tried playing for a couple minutes, and then I realized I have no ammo. Oh, no. I have a little bit of health. There are enemies in a couple spots, like a liquor and stuff, in the station, and uh, this uh, very persistent fella, fellow, <laughs> fella, is following me. Uh, he needs to speak with me. Yeah. Um, so um, I was doing some reading, and a few people uh, were talking to me on Twitter and giving me some advice, and then uh, the biggest consensus I got is uh, respect. I'm paraphrasing, obviously, but the biggest consensus I got was respectfully, how are you all out of ammo and why? Uh, you shouldn't be out of ammo. So I was like, you know what? I don't have any resources. This is here's what I'm gonna do. Um, I played for like four hours up to that point, which you're probably like, what? Because uh, <laughs> you probably got to that point like way fast. Maybe it was three hours, yeah. but you probably got to that point within like an hour and a half. Um, so I started a new game this morning, 
and now I um, you understand it a little bit better. Yeah, I understand a little bit better, and I've got like seventy bolts for my pistol right now. I've only killed. I've only actually killed like two enemies. Oh, you're just running past. And people. I don't. Mostly, yeah, and I, I, I don't know for sure, like, this one should be killed, this one shouldn't, like, some people are able to do, but I just did, like, it felt right to kill this guy because he was on some stairs, that kind of thing, and I cut their arms off with a knife, that way when they come back <laughs> and try to be a zombie boy, they can't grab me, because yeah. <laughs> um, I read that people were doing that. Yeah. Um, well, but yeah, so now I am um, trying to think, I just, the, the it's, it's kind of hard because it's kind of a Metroidvania, like you said, where you move around. But I pretty much just got the knife from okay. Marvin a few minutes ago, and I'm up in the attic, and I, I the, where the C4 thing yep. is, I didn't do that part yet, but I'm saying I just went up there. Okay. So you're, um, I don't have the C4 yet, and I'm like an hour in. Yeah, but this time I'm like an hour in, whereas before I was probably like All right. you know, two and a half hours at that well, point. So well, how about, playing a lot smarter and differently now. Yeah. So how about uh, next week? I know we're going to give a lot of it to Chris so he can talk about Kingdom Hearts, but <laughs> hopefully by then you will have gotten through Leon and uh, Claire's story. Hopefully. And, and then, I did read something about Claire's campaign that has me very uneasy. Yeah. I, I think I know what part you're talking about, but we'll we'll maybe talk about that next week. So um, yeah. let's let's go ahead and wrap it because we've been going really long here. Um, and in, in short, I just want to say really fast, uh, Game Informer is something I really liked about Resident Evil 2, and it was they used to use fixed camera angles in Resident Evil 2 mm-hmm. to uh, convey uh, here's what we want you to see and what we don't want you to see right now, and now they use lighting, and it's brilliant. Yeah, the lighting is... Because that's exactly, so good. exactly accurate. Um, it's fantastic. Uh, please play it, and if it's if 4 was your first game, you're going to be uh, having blood pressure issues like me as well. <laughs> Jeez. So, okay, let's go ahead and wrap it, just because we've been going long here. Um, Chris, any closing thoughts? Um, I'm going to be playing Kingdom Hearts 3 tomorrow, and I'm pretty happy about it. <laughs> I'm very excited Looking for you. Looking forward to hearing yeah, your thoughts I, on it. I'm just so curious about that, because, like, I don't know anything about it, and I just, I know everybody's excited, and I just want to see, I want to, I hope that it's living up to everybody's expectations, you know? Me too. Me too. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing more photos of Donald Duck holding a pistol. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> Josh, Josh, any closing thoughts? Uh, I'm just really excited to play uh, more Resident Evil 2 today slash this week. I'm, it's very, very I exciting. I wish I could it's, quit it's my good. life so I can just play through that because it's just so freaking good. Um, it's up there with Shadow of the Colossus and like Crash Insane and Spyro in terms of oh, like, of remakes. Yeah. And, and and furthermore, uh, Ben Reeves on Game Informer was saying this isn't even really like a remake. It's more like a reimagining. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. um, he almost equated it. He said, I can't quite do this, but he was like, I can almost kind of equate this to like the Tomb Raider reboot compared to the first Tomb Raider. Right. We're like, it's the same thing, but it's, it's also very, very different. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, Josh, uh, where can people find you on the Internet? Uh, I am at Mr. Josh Nichols on Twitter, where I talk about video games and stuff. And cats sometimes. And cats uh, and beer. <laughs> Chris, where can people find you online? You can find me at Penwell Wrights on Twitter. Awesome. Um, and I'm at Joseph Yaden, and you can find me on PlayStation Lifestyle as well, where I cover news, and I'm doing a feature right now about Resident Evil, so look forward to that. Oh, I can't wait yeah, to read it. Let me know when you publish it. should be it. out maybe middle of next week, so I'll let you know about that. Um, your, your list article was fun, too. I liked reading it. Yeah, that. the comment's kind of a dumpster fire, but that's okay. The comment section. <laughs> uh, well, I'll go on there and argue with yeah, people argue. for you. Um, so thank you, everybody, for listening to Active Quest here, and we'll be back next week to talk about Kingdom Hearts and a little bit more about Resident Evil 2. So thank you all. Appreciate you. Bye. Goodbye.
his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone.